0: Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods, the real movies. I'm Olivia, and I'm Miranda, and today we're gonna talk to you all about Toy Story. Oh my god, this is like definitely the like best movie we've done, as in like like I think like the most money, like most (laughs) well-known Oscar nomination. Yeah, exactly. Like it's It's definitely like one of the classic movies.
1: (laughs) What? I mean. Maybe it didn't win. I don't know, I don't, but it didn't win. What, oh, what? So, what was the animated movie from nineteen ninety five that beat it out? I can't fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, so yeah, like I said, this movie is from nineteen ninety five, which like so am I, which is cool. Um, and it was nice and short, which was super nice to watch when I got home from work this t- today, um, and gave me just enough time to start Love Island, which was really exciting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, how, how nice for you. Strong recommend. Love Island. Um, I think Toy Story is definitely one of the more prestigious movies that we've covered. And, like, some of your... When I was reading this through, like, some of the more, like, the background information, like, the writing process and things like that that you wrote about in the notes, I was like, it's it's weird to think that there was a time when, like someone was writing Toy Story, you know? Like, this might, this is clearly, like, a really dumb thought, and I know that, like, it's not that profound, but it's weird to think that, like, there was a time when (laughs) (laughs) Toy Story, there's a time when
0: Toy Story didn't exist
1: you know okay I thought you
0: meant like it's weird that somebody came up with the concept of Toy Story I mean that also is weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) like but like John Mulaney has like a a huge joke about like how but he has it for um Back to the Future he has like a whole story about like how weird it would be if you were like pitching the plot for Back to the Future Mm -hmm. like it would be kind of like I don't feel like this is that outlandish to pitch for um for a Disney movie I don't know why, but, like, probably because it's, like, been around since, like, I've been alive. Yeah. To me, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, not a crazy concept. (laughs) And then
1: you watch it again, and you're like, wait, Woody's a murderer.
0: Like... Yeah, like, Woody Woody has a much... Sassier darker. personality yeah. than I originally thought, which yeah. I very like, much Woody's a murderer. To. Buzz is an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> weird. Like again, watching this is why we watch these movies back because we're noticing the adult humor. I think more for sure, and there's but, a lot. Yeah, so much. Definitely, we'll uh, get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, so this movie was
1: uh, directed by John Lasseter, who also directed A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Cars,
0: and Cars 2. Oh, also, um. When we said short, we meant an hour and 21 minutes. I, don't I know think I said, said that. Okay, I didn't know if we said specific numbers. Yeah, you were just... You were busy. I was trying to find the best animated movie, and I'm not finding it. Okay. Um, who, who stars in this movie? Who's, like, the number one... Okay, so our top build-up cast... cast. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He's a sheriff. Um, oh, so, excuse me. <laughs> so... Top bill for this cast is Tom Hanks, who played Woody. Um, he is, his known for are Castaway from 2000, Saving pri- Private Ryan from 1998, Forrest Gump 1994, and Big 1988.
1: Um, so to follow up, the uh, Best Animated Feature movie was not awarded as okay, an Oscar say, until 2001. Like, yeah. And Shrek was the first one. so frightening.
0: Shout out, um, Bailey. But it Hi. was actually, it was nominated, I think this movie was nominated for Best Picture or Best Screenplay or something like that. It had like three nominations, but it didn't win anything. Because um, I thought for some reason it might have been the first uh, animated movie to be nominated for like Best Picture or Best Screenplay or something like that. Was one of the... It might be in our facts. Nope. Uh, Some real
1: uh, hits from Best Picture in 1995. It doesn't surprise me. The 90s were good for movies. Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, Four Weddings and a Funeral, and Quiz Show. Okay. Some of those are heavy hitters.
0: Yeah. (laughs) i never heard of a couple of them. So... Tom a Hanks is. You've a... never heard of two of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Tom Hanks, uh, is a two-time Oscar winner for Forrest Gump and for Philadelphia. Um, and he is my personal favorite actor of all time. Uh, my. That's... That's a weird thing
1: for you to think. Like, that's a fine thing for, like, a middle-aged mom to think, but that's a weird thing for you. There's never
0: been a... The thing is, there's never been a Tom Hanks movie that I've watched that I didn't love.
1: I've truly only seen, like, this, Castaway, and Forrest Gump.
0: I've seen quite a few. I, like, go out of my way to watch them, though. I've never seen Philadelphia, but I've seen all of his known fours. So. Um, But my favorite Tom Hanks movie is a tie between The Da Vinci Code and Saving Mr. Banks because I love a mystery. Like, I love those, like, mystery adventures. The Da Vinci Code is so good, (sighs) minus uh, Tom Hanks's haircut. And Saving Mr. Banks is one of my go-to cry movies. If I'm ever, like, you know, at my time of the month and need a good cry, Saving Mr. Banks never (laughs) fails. Yeah. Um,
1: This is probably my favorite Tom Hanks movie, but that's just because, I I don't know. Dude,
0: they're movies, you know. (laughs) Most recent when you've watched. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So his trademark character is an ordinary person in extraordinary situations, which is, like, kind of cool. Interesting. I love that he's not, like, a superhero or whatever. You know, he's just, like, a normal guy. Okay. (laughs) Um, So he's boring. Anyway. um, Entertainment Weekly chose him
1: as the only actor worthy of $20 million for a movie. I kind of agree. Sure. I mean, I can't really think of anyone else who would like, sorry.
0: I would think maybe like Robert Downey Jr., just because, but like only if it's a superhero movie, because yeah. I don't feel like his non-superhero movies do well. Fair. Yeah. Um, and then
1: also, he received the American Film Institute's Lifetime, Life, excuse me, Achievement Award, presented by fellow Oscar winner Steven Spielberg. The youngest ever to receive that award. That's wait, was he? Tom Hanks? Not Tom Stephen Hanks. Spilloward. Okay, the, that was in 2002. I'm yeah. sure if someone got it now, he they would no longer probably
0: be. wouldn't want Steven Spielberg anyway. to present it. <laughs> he once worked as a hotel bellboy, and some of the celebrity guests whose bags he carried were Cher, Sidney Pointer, Poitier? Poitier? Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Slappy White and Bill Withers. Yeah, some real some real celebrities there. I mean, I feel like share
1: definitely did not need to include that. You um, no, could have really? just said share, yeah. That's <laughs> um, and then he was also awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian award, by President Barack Obama in twenty sixteen.
0: Great. Oops. All right. So next, the man who voiced Buzz Lightyear was Tim Allen. I originally read this as Tim Alien,
1: and like it kind of works. Because Buzz is an alien. Oh,
0: I was like, no, it doesn't. Do
1: aliens smell? Oh like my this. god! He doesn't even, what like, movie look did like you watch?
0: I don't know. I don't like related to the movie. I, I don't know, I know what do he looks this, like because there's like, not a picture of him. This in our is notes. all pre-research versus like I don't watch it like pre-search if you will. Yeah, pre-search, which I don't. You know, it's all done before I watch the movie, so I'm not, not thinking about the actors while I'm watching the movie.
1: Yeah. His known fors are Toy Story, Home Improvement, Galaxy Quest, and The Santa Claus.
0: I stan The Santa Claus. So good. Wow. I love (laughs) it. I'm judging so much. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. The original is so
1: good. Tim Allen has done a million commercials, apparently, for Michigan tourism, but he was born in
0: Denver, Colorado have you ever seen the pure michigan commercials no oh my god they're so obnoxious they play constantly and it's like tim allen and it makes michigan look so much cooler than it is i've been to michigan not that great no offense <laughs> shout out to our listeners in michigan yeah if um, there are any but
1: <laughs> but let us know uh yeah, exactly. um but i don't know like michigan sure
0: but like being in a tourism commercial is kind of a weird He's the voice for it. He's not actually I, he might be in some of them, but okay, he's so is like maybe Buzz Lightyear is from Michigan. Okay. Or I'm Galaxy by far Away. All right, so where's that quote from? Star Wars. I'm from Michigan. Oh. Oh, it's uh Me Girls. <laughs> Thank you. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> Uh, All right, so very interesting about Tim Allen. He spent 28 months in jail after being arrested for attempted drug dealing and possession of 1.43 pounds of cocaine that he was trying to smuggle into an airport because Tim Allen is clearly very smart. Also, I would like to note that um, pre-9-11, it really seems like you could do pretty much anything you wanted in an airport. Like, no rules. If I learned anything from love, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Um and so this was in nineteen seventy-eight. He was also arrested in Michigan in nineteen ninety-seven for a DUI and with a recorded blood alcohol content of 0.15 over double the legal limit. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting though, right? Yeah.
1: But before that, um he started his comedy career on a dare in nineteen seventy five. I started this podcast on a dare. You did? No.
0: No. <laughs> I was his hey, <laughs> idea. um so i've always also loved tim allen this is probably why i like this movie so much but um i've always loved him i think it's because like my dad loves him so much and like my dad loves pretty much anything tim allen does and i think like he reminds me of my dad so this movie is like full of people that old white guys love for sure like one of my dad's there are other old white guys what oh yeah exactly it's all (laughs) old white men um my dad's like one of my dad's Probably his actual favorite movie is Wild Hogs. <laughs> like, yeah. That is my dad. So Tim Allen goes hand in hand. Also in this movie is Don Rickles playing
1: Mr. Potato Head. I actually honestly thought that Mr. Potato Head was like pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but Don Rickles is plural Uh, his known fours are Casino Toy Story Kelly's Heroes and Toy Story 2 I love when they also have like the sequel in their known fours uh, it's also definitely was he He died
0: oh that's sorry <laughs> I think like last year not too hmm, long that's ago that's
1: sad um, he was a regular on Dean Martin's celebrity roast from 1973 until 1984, I remember it well. Um, he <laughs> roasted people like Bob Hope, Frank Sinatra, Lucille Ball, and was the roast master for Dean Martin.
0: Significantly better um, than the people uh, Tom Hanks carried bags for.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, like, if your fact had been Tom Hanks carried bags for Bob Hope, Frank Sinatra, Lucille Ball, and Dean Martin, I would have been impressed.
0: I feel like these I'm are not a little Cher. bit older Hollywood than than the people he was carrying. <laughs> Just
1: <for>. a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so I feel like... It's I weird cr- that like,
1: there's an airport named after Bob Hope,
0: you know? Well, it, he was like a really big comedian, wasn't he? He
1: but, yeah, the but whole, like there's not an airport named after Lucille Ball. But I like just think the it's USO
0: weird. thing is, sub- I mean, I get that because it's like,
1: like my coworker today calling the Tom Bradley International Terminal, the Tom Brady International. Terminal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Bob Hope was like a really big deal. If for... that was true,
1: people would never catch their flights.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or with He's like the best quarterback
1: that's ever been. So. No, but he doesn't
0: catch because he's a no, quarterback. No, no. But, but like, <laughs> okay. It worked. Okay. So I feel like I've heard the name Don Rickles a lot, but like I was probably confusing him with comedian Rob Riggle, who is in 21 Jump Street and was on SNL in like 2005.
1: Heard, I definitely have heard Don Rickles, but I've never seen this man before in my life. So. No, exactly.
0: Exactly. It, like when I looked up his picture, I was like, I have no idea
1: who that is. However, a person whose name I have never heard, but whose face I have seen many a time, is Wallace Shawn, who is known for us are *The Princess Bride*, *My Dinner with Andre*, *The Incredibles*, which *The Incredibles 2* is premiering tomorrow. It'll be out on the 15th, but it's premiering tomorrow, so I have to leave work early tomorrow. And *Toy Story*.
0: Um,
1: he plays but we, Rex
0: in the sh- in yes, he's the, the dinosaur movie.
1: Um, and we know him as Cyrus Rose. The world's cute, cutest stepfather to Blair Waldorf. Also, the son who's way hotter than he is. Aaron, do you remember that?
0: Anyway, um, not enough. That was his catchphrase. Um, so he's the son of a longtime editor of the New Yorker, William Sean, and journalist Cecile Lyon. Um, so I definitely was researching this and thought it was his dad who was the journalist, and it was Cecil I'm Lyon. Cry again. <laughs> I, shit you not, yeah, I could not come up with Cecil this. the son of Cecil the lion. Yeah, he's the son of Cecile the lion.
1: Um, <laughs> Cecil Leon. Cecil <laughs> Leon.
0: Uh, yeah, I definitely could not come up with this if I tried. It's so um, funny. I wonder if that, you know, whole thing affected him fairly deeply, but, you know, maybe not.
1: <laughs> Something that it absolutely did not.
0: It's like when the whole Cecil thing is like, Cecile, mom, <laughs> killed my mother. <laughs> You killed my Honestly, mother. Honestly, Woody
1: Wood, You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. You killed my mother. He also has a BA in history from Harvard, studied at Magdalen College at Oxford, and was the was an English teacher in India on a Fulbright scholarship. Overall, very impressive man.
0: For sure. And you then he like decided to go into acting yeah, and screenwriting <laughs> or screenplay writing, whatever. Don't know. So I would just like to let everyone know that this is the whitest male cast of all time, and there is zero reason or excuse for the lack of diversity in this cast, considering it's about talking toys for Christ's sake. It's ridiculous. It is obscene. Like it's ridiculous. Oh this my god. This is 1995,
1: y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we had. I'm shocked in our lives. That this movie has not been ruined by me too,
0: because it's just full of old white men. I- exactly. Yeah. John Lasseter is not like a great look. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sure he's a great guy. It also was,
1: like, produced by Steve Jobs or something like that. He's involved because it's Pixar. But, um, yeah, anyway. Um, box office. This movie had a $30 million budget. Um, it almost made back its entire budget. It's opening weekend with $29 million. In the U.S., it grossed $192 million.
0: And worldwide, it grossed $373 million. Definitely the highest earning movie we've ever talked about by far yeah that's a lot until we do like Titanic you know yeah for sure but like this is this is quite a good good haul yeah. um it was the highest grossing movie of 1995 which is like pretty crazy yeah
1: that's also weird because I'm the grossest person of 1995 But a lot of lot of gross things are happening in
0: 1995 Some some trivia uh this was the world's first computer animated feature film that's cool yeah really cool go pick it some. was it was like really cool looking i don't know like the look
1: of toy story is really great it's like super colorful and like fun yeah except when you're at sid's house
0: <laughs> yeah for sure it, it gets dark <laughs> yeah
1: so the voice of the woody doll from like the woody action figures was actually provided by tom's
0: brother jim hanks because you know merchandising exactly interesting Woody and Buzz Lightyear are inspired by John Lasseter's own childhood toys narcissist I mean you know he based (laughs) Woody on his own pull string Casper assuming this is not the friendly ghost of a young boy and (laughs) it's actually just like a ghost that appears to John (laughs) (laughs) Lasseter that'd be amazing um, so his own string Casper doll, and once he grew out of Casper, he moved on to a G.I. Joe, a flashy toy at the time of his childhood. Which, which
1: gets so much side-eye at me from, for, from me at calling G.I. Joe flashy. But,
0: like, if you think of it, looking at the photo of John Lasseter, depending on when he was born, it was probably, like, brand new, because I think G.I. Joe was, like, something they... John Lasseter was born when, like, the Bible was read. But that's what I'm saying is, like, I'm pretty sure GI Joe was something like a World War II thing that they like tried to that they used to like as propaganda to get citizens to support the troops. Maybe actually it's a Vietnam thing. I'm not sure. One of the two. So Jeffrey Katzenberg often gave notes that he wanted more edge to the
1: movie, Um, and Pixar presented an early draft of the film to Disney on November nineteenth, nineteen ninety-three. The result was disastrous. So dramatic. Um, It's a movie. It can't be that disastrous. Um, The film was deemed unwatchable, and John Lasseter recalls simply hanging his head in shame. Um, It presented Woody as a quote-unquote sarcastic jerk, me, who was constantly insulting the other toys, me. Katzenberg took Walt Disney feature animation president Peter Schneider in the hall after the screening and asked him why it was bad. Schneider responded that it quote-unquote wasn't theirs anymore. Disney immediately shut down production, pending a new, stri- new script. The story team spent a week on the new script to make Woody a more likable character instead of the sarcastic jerk he had been. A week seems like
0: too little. Also, he's a still a sarcastic more. jerk. Like, he's still so sarcastic. Yeah, and like, this movie is still plenty edgy. Yeah, for but like, a week I can understand, if you're only working on one character's dialogue... And it's an eighty something minute movie. I mean, I I guess, I can see but like
1: it. the other characters are going to react to Yeah, that's true.
0: True. What
1: he says, supposedly. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Andy's last name is Davis, although it is never stated in the film. During the credits, Lori Metcalf, who voices Andy's mom, is credited as Mrs. Davis. Andy's last name is also revealed in Toy Story Three, which was filmed in 2010. Can't, it wasn't filmed. It's animated. Or it was. <laughs> I mean, which was released in 2010. Thank Sorry.
1: You. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying, it's an animated movie. You don't film an animated
0: movie. Whatever. You, you to put, draw put it together. It, it was put together in 2010. Okay. Also, it wasn't drawn. It was computer animated. <laughs> no, but you draw on the computer. Sure.
1: Whatever. So before we get into the plot, we just want to give you, you know, some plugs
0: for us. Yeah, we're going to shill out our crap.
1: <laughs> if you'd like to find our website, you can find it at tbtamp.com. Um, also, we'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review us on the Apple Podcast
0: app. Scroll. To the bottom, write five stars. Don't forget to tell a friend about TBT AMP. Like, you spread the word as though you would Jesus Christ. I prefer spread the word as you
1: would Nutella. You know, just like some spread, like peanut butter, almond butter, whatever mm-hmm. nut butter you're into. Spread I would the like word.
0: it if people were a bit more serious. <laughs> we need a, We need more people not door knocking. We need no some Jehovah's need that annoying running around. <laughs> Also, if you want to follow us on our personal Instagram or Twitter, you can follow me at Mac is Cheesy, M A C K is Cheesy, or you can follow our show Instagram at T B T A M P. You can find me at Miranda Johnson, M I R A N D A J O H N Z
1: O N, and we also have a Redbubble page you can get to um, by going to our website and clicking on shop or via the link in the description of this episode.
0: Is that it? I think so. That's good. I pray. Let's get into the plot. I'd like to preface by noting that of the two of us, I tend to be the one who vocalizes my disdain when movie plots veer too far away from legitimate um, reality. However, I would like to add an asterisk that when it comes to animated movies, I completely suspend disbelief. So, that said, if it's a cartoon, I have zero assumption that it is based in reality. So this shit can just go... Haywire, 100%, which it does. I agree. Which it does. It
1: very much does. But yeah, I also just don't care if it's based in reality at all. If it's I mean, like animated. regular
0: movies, I feel like I'm. I'm definitely the one who says this could never happen. This is way too off base. Like, yeah, this and is... I'm
1: all about like making up a reason for why
0: it could happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like when it, but when it comes to cartoons, it can just be whatever. You know, I have no. Who cares? There's no reality.
1: <laughs> so. Andy, who is a pleasantly surprisingly creative and imaginative little boy, plays with a room full of toys as his mom decorates the house for his birthday party. Did you question, did you ever play with toys the way that Andy does? Because Not I by never myself. like made storylines like that and had like sets for my characters. No, like
0: the boxes. Exactly. That's Boys why I was, like says. this kid is like pleasantly surprisingly creative. Yeah, like this kid is Great. Yeah, for sure. He's very like independent. He's good at um like independent play, which is like weird. And then he's also good at playing with
1: others, which you see as it nears time for his guests to arrive. Andy's mom asks him to bring his baby sister, Molly, downstairs and assist her with final preparations for the party. Once Andy is no longer in the room, all of his toys magically come to life and begin conversing, or, in the case of Mr. Potato Head, (laughs) complaining me. (laughs) It is immediately evident that Woody, a drawstring cowboy doll and Andy's favorite toy, is the leader, as he calls a, quote, staff meeting of all the toys.
0: Okay, some things that are kind of unspoken, but we can kind of assume or know right off the bat, is that Andy is being raised by a single mother, and his father is either not alive or not in the picture. Um, Maybe that's why they're moving. I don't... But, like, they never address it, and it, like, I don't that's know, it makes me sad. But I wonder if anybody has, like, ever inquired to the writers of, like,
1: yeah,
0: you know, does Andy... Or, further, not even does Andy have a dad, do Andy and Molly have the same dad? Well, bum bum bum. I mean, okay. why would you think that they didn't? Because he's not around. Oh, so, like, okay. I mean,
1: I don't think they that might really have says two anything. separate like, like be dad.
0: Um, yeah, also, odds
1: are that if they had two separate dads, one of them would still be around. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It depends on like. <laughs> Some um, girls are just, like, attracted to, like, super deadbeats. Right. <laughs> like, we don't know anything about the mom. But Andy also shares a room with his little sister Molly, which is kind of interesting, and I felt it was worth mentioning because it struck me as odd that Molly was in Andy's room in a crib rather than the mom's room. Um, I feel like it it's... gets much more normal for her to be, like, in a sibling's room. Really? In, like, a
1: toddler crib in, in the mom's room. Do I that... think if it's in the mom's room, that, like, creates too much dependence.
0: I don't know. I feel like it's weird to have, like, a, like... A what is it like eight year old little boy and like a baby in the same room. I don't know. I
1: don't think it's that weird. Um,
0: But also, I think it's really cute. She was like a
1: toddler. Like she wasn't like a baby baby.
0: She She wasn't wasn't like a newborn.
1: Don't toddlers sleep in beds? Yeah, it was more so like like a toddler crib. It wasn't like a full like newborn
0: crib. Yeah, I thought it was really cute how Andy like. No, she wasn't even walking. Andy like is way too cute for a little like. That's not real. No, I know some, like, little kids that are that good. The the toys relay their anxieties about Andy's birthday party, which has been moved up due to the family's upcoming move.
1: Most of the anxieties are coming from Rex, which I can relate to as an anxious
0: person. I feel like you personally relate very closely to all the characters in this
1: movie. Except Andy. <laughs> Except Andy. Um, and Sid. <laughs> There's nothing about me that relates to Sid.
0: They fear that be they fear being replaced by new toys that Andy will receive for his birthday, and send a troop of little green army men to investigate and describe the gifts as they are being opened via baby monitor kind of thing.
1: Which I didn't really understand. I would have liked. I think it would have made more sense. Here's me like injecting reality into it. If like the army men just like took one of Mr. Potato Head's ears or something.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, because we find out later. Like it's definitely shown later that. Mr. Potato Head's like pieces yeah, function his eyes without hurt. being he attached. He like holds up his yeah, eyes. exactly, like and like, like his lips fall monsters. out later, and you can hear him talking. Yeah. so like, yeah, that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Um, the excited. very last gift is a surprise from Andy's mom, and the toys discover it is a Buzz Lightyear action figure that only poses a threat of replacing Woody. <laughs> so like that one, I I don't really get why like
1: it's only really threatening to Woody. Like, wouldn't it be threatening to all the other toys too?
0: I think they've all not been replaced, but they're all, like, secondary toys anyway, and, like, you only have, like, your one favorite toy, and they've all kind of, like, definitely surrendered that place to Woody.
1: When you're at the top, there's a lot longer way to fall. Exactly. Yeah. Woody is very jealous of the attention that Buzz is receiving, and Andy slowly begins to favor him, replacing his Western-themed bedding with a Buzz Lightyear comforter and crafting an astronaut helmet from a box rather than wearing his cowboy hat. And Andy even demotes Woody from his coveted resting place on the bed to the toy box. Whoa. Woody also takes so much umbrage with Buzz's steadfast belief that he is an actual space ranger rather than just a toy. Amidst an argument between Buzz and Woody regarding the validity of Buzz's space travel and galaxy policing credentials, <laughs> um, we are introduced to the budding sociopath next door, Sid, who enjoys listening to his dog endlessly bark and strapping toys to fireworks,
0: watching them explode. <laughs> I could not, with it, like before we get into the Buzz thing, um, so Sid that is definitely like one of the combined kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Also, that fucking dog never stopped barking. And I was just like, can anybody say shut the fuck up to this dog? This dog. This is like the. And I love dogs, but this dog. <laughs>
1: like, Yeah, this dog was extra annoying. Oh, but they yeah. were kind
0: of mean to this dog. Like, they kept like, hitting the dog and no, stuff. No, they're like not guys, like, and, like good dog guys. owners, for sure. But like, no, the no even like was just Woody and Buzz And barking and barking and barking. <laughs> he would not shut up. Also, the dog almost gets killed at the end of the movie. Yeah. Dog gets exploded.
1: Exploded
0: by cars. (laughs) He becomes roadkill. The dog probably (laughs) kills someone. For sure. That's probably they were like, oh, he's killed someone. Let's get him for our family. The Sitz family. Um,
1: I mean, that's what Andy thought about Woody. (laughs) Woody's a murderer. So, like, Buzz really and truly believes that he is a space ranger, which I don't really. Fully understand. I know we're supposed to just suspend disbelief, but like, whatever. I'm putting a critical thinking eye on this. I don't understand how, like, Buzz believes that he's actually an intergalactic space ranger because none of the other toys
0: did like slinky wasn't like i'm a dog you know they don't but they never like tell us like maybe this is something that like all toys go through like once they come out of the box they like have like I'd factory like to presets know. yeah well i don't know i mean like the, the little green men kind of did like they definitely were like i felt like referencing to like actual i don't know army yeah
1: <laughs> but maybe that had something to do also with like the way that andy played with them so oh, yeah, that's I don't know. true like like Woody would make all the western references and stuff and that's because Andy made all the work. Yeah, and
0: you're like you're their magical persona is like established by like what Andy kind of breathes into them essentially. Yeah. Andy tells them what they're supposed to do. Yeah, interesting. And just a thought. Well, and even still like later when um, Buzz is getting drunk on the tea, and he like is like, I'm Miss Nesbit, don't you see? And I don't know. I think it it's was possible. kombucha. It had, yeah, for sure. That was crazy. It had definitely. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Fermented. Oh yeah. Very strongly. <laughs> so after a day of packing, Andy and his family head to Pizza Planet for dinner, and he is only allowed to bring one toy. In an effort to trap Buzz behind a desk to ensure he will be chosen, Woody. I f- I think it was a dresser,
1: because they, like, had to need to not be able to get behind it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, okay. a desk, you would easily be able to, like, reach underneath, but a dresser, especially yeah, it's it one of the ones that hops all the way too. down.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Woody accidentally initiates a sequence of events that results in Buzz <laughs> being pushed out of an open window. Andy takes Woody when he cannot find Buzz, who hitches a ride on the car and confronts Woody while the family stops for gas. The two toys fight until they realize that the family has left without them.
1: Yeah. So like Woody's like, oh, I wasn't trying to murder Buzz. I was just trying to seriously harm him. And
0: like, It wasn't even that. I he was just it. like, I was trying to trap him behind a dresser so that he, was he could never be seen hours again. He was trying to 127 hours him. Like he was, de- yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like basically trying to like trap him so he would never be seen again. So yeah. like, okay, you know, that's not great. It's not ideal. Yeah. Like you don't have a lot of like, there's not quite a leg to stand on for that argument for Woody, but you know. So Woody and Buzz
1: stow away in a Pizza Planet delivery truck that they find at the gas station and they manage to locate Andy at the space themed Chuck E. Cheese, which looked so lit. Um, however, Buzz, who was unable to comprehend his status as a toy rather than an actual intergalactic crime fighter, believes that the pizza planet is his mothership. And he crawls inside the claw grab machine to converse with an alien with alien squeaky toys inside who are like the original minions, maybe. Sure. Um, so while Woody, except that's DreamWorks. Yeah. And anyway. these
0: guys speak English. <laughs> like, they don't, like, speak their own And we language. never
1: see them eat bananas. True. S- so while Woody tries to convince the delusional Buzz to leave the machine with him, Andy's neighbor Sid approaches and eventually wins both Buzz and Woody from the game. So now Woody and Buzz belong to Sid. Creepy ass Sid.
0: Yes. Um. I relate to Woody's level of sarcasm on a very deep personal level, and I, too, would be exasperated by Buzz Lightyear like I would not be able to take this guy like you do say so much I just like I was done with his antics halfway through the movie
1: yeah I don't know like Woody was definitely like sarcastic but there were also times when as in typical like what's his name Tom Hanks in typical Tom even I even forget Tom Hanks's name (laughs) Um, in typical Impossible. Tom Hanks fashion, there's certain like lines from the movie where he really is very much like the straight man, um,
0: and like well, Woody is a roping cowboy. Like someone
1: else will sass Woody, and then like Woody will be exasperated by it. Um, so for example, like at the beginning part and a part that we have sort of already passed. Bo Peep says, I know Andy's excited about Buzz, but you know, he'll always have a special place for you. And then Mr. Potato says, Yeah, like the attic. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny like some of the jokes in this were really funny that would but
0: Mr. Potato Head said that I know Woody. Mr. Potato Head and then Woody says alright that's it oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like wait that that's not Woody that's yeah. yeah Mr. Potato Head has some good like and the pig does too like they have some good like one liners yeah. that they sneak in that's there that's a funny pig maybe. yeah
1: um and then another one was Woody says, Buzz, will you get up here and give me a hand? This is later This is, this later, is on. later. And, and then Buzz's the arm. severed arm comes flying into view and lands by Woody's feet. It was it's a funny so script. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I definitely laughed like out loud at a few of these moments. Yeah. I also,
1: I screenshotted one more thing and it was the for sale sign of um, Andy's house, the Davis's house. Um, and the it's for sale by Virtual Realty. Which I thought was funny. It's like virtual reality. Yeah,
0: that's so cute. That's cute. It was funny. Anyway. Uh, As they all return to Sid's home, Sid steals (laughs) me
1: just going through all my screenshots.
0: Like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean that works. Sid steals his little sister's doll and performs a surgery on it, replacing the doll's head with, with that of a pterodactyl action figures. Uh, after Sid exits the room, Woody and Buzz are introduced to the remaining toys that have been experimented on by Sid. The next morning, Sid begins running a hole in Woody's forehead with a magnifying glass, but soon leaves the room to retrieve Pop Tarts. Woody notices the bedroom door has been left open, and he uses Bud, Buzz <laughs> uses Buzz as a shield to escape and the other uh, to escape the other toys and exit the room. So if like if anyone knows Olivia, they know that Olivia
1: loves like murderers, you know, like oh, you sure. love crime people sure. and they're constantly like doing research on these like murderers and why they do what they did. And I am shocked that like you have not come across a murderer whose origin story is exactly the same as Sid from Toy Story. I mean, usually it Okay,
0: this is this is going to get way too morbid. Like uh,
1: you're going to go into this field and one day someone
0: will literally be like, "Yeah, without getting this is my story. too too terribly morbid. Usually the like um a very common thing that um serial killers are a uh, very common um symptom of psychopathy in children or like when people are younger is that they like to do harm or kill pets animals yeah. um yeah i think everyone is yeah aware everyone's very, little, fairly aware yeah. and like i'm glad that <laughs> disney didn't incorporate that in but i felt like they were definitely trying to like give us that vibe with Sid. Um, so yeah, I mean, like his like, little sister,
1: even like walks so that dog her. out. That was so sad. Oh yeah, but I felt bad for it. Like you definitely. But like she has to
0: put up with some stuff. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he like walked in the door and grabbed her doll out of her hands. She's Rude. like, what the fuck? Like that. That sucks. Um, there's very little parental supervision going on in that home, which is not great for yeah. you know, his long term. Like, at least Andy out, has out one like, mom, you know? Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, like, gives a shit.
1: <laughs> Sid clearly doesn't have anyone, which is sad. But also, like, sort this out. Like, if a kid is literally, like, using explosives, like, one of the neighbors needs and to order, say something. How the hell
0: did he order explosives? I That's don't know. That's frightening.
1: Th- that was 1995, too. It wasn't, like now when you can like go online
0: yeah i'm pretty sure you have to be 18 to buy like like not online honestly
1: sid probably like doesn't have a mom but sid probably has like an older brother you know like that delivery driver
0: is probably his older brother for sure that crazy driver um but i he definitely has a mom because she's the one who was calling for him for the pop tarts Oh my god, this woman can like make him Pop Tarts, but I like. Mean, are Pop Tarts that difficult to make? Really? But she. But the dad was asleep, it, like on a Saturday morning, which was weird.
1: Okay, yeah, so his parents are just like. Yeah,
0: they're very absentee. Horrible, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, no judgment on parents. I get that it's hard.
0: Um... Yeah, but you know, maybe pay attention to, like. Also he had like eight locks on his door how is that that's, yeah that's, that's like <laughs> that's a real red flag yeah you, if your parents are cool with you having it like that's just there's just so much to dive into that's there, but so yeah 13 no.
1: reasons why I should. yeah it's like, not good
0: it's not good <laughs> 45 <exactly>. degrees <laughs> at all times I thought we negotiated down to <laughs> to, <laughs> to 30 <laughs> I hate that I hate that I so, it was so funny much. Alex can be really funny at times like
1: he can be funny. <laughs> Alex was going through it I don't know Alex sure. was, honestly like Alex have, was
0: one of the best parts of that show to like, still it, was, have a, it it didn't take much but season two parts. I think he was the best part of it like just the fact that he still has a sense of humor like there's nothing funnier than that fight scene where he's whacking the kid with the cane <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just like, but it's like, that's the thing, 13
0: Reasons why it's not supposed to be something that we laugh at. My sister and I were texting about this when she finished. I'm like, there are definitely some laugh out loud scenes in in this show. Like, I know there's not supposed to be, but like, that fight scene was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. So,
1: Woody sees, is that where we are? Yeah. Woody sees Sid's dog at the bottom of the stairs, and he and Buzz must run and hide in a separate room. While there, Buzz watches a commercial for the Buzz Lightyear of mm-hmm. Stark Man toy on the TV and realizes that he is, in fact, a toy. This is, like, a groundbreaking, like, Westworld moment. It was definitely earth-shattering for Buzz. Earth, completely. Like, can you imagine if, like, you're- it's like finding
0: like, out you're adopted.
1: You think that you're a human. Like, you believe in your heart of hearts that you're a human, and it would be like if someone came to you and they were like, Olivia, you're not. You're an alien.
0: You're a robot. You're- However, if like everyone around me was telling me my entire life that I was a hu- that I was you know yeah it should it shouldn't have been as earth shattering as it was but also Buzz's entire life
1: has been like two weeks you know yeah not even yeah probably not because uh, he just like he's a very was born toy. when they like opened that package which I'm yes. like how do they know when to. Be born.
0: One, like something that struck me as funny in that scene where they are all meeting, but a funny line. Um, again, I think it's Mr. Potato Head and the pig. Um, ask Buzz, like, oh, where are you from? Mexico? Taiwan? Or something like where typical toys from. That are played with in the United States come from. They ask like where he's from, and like no, yeah, Buzz thinks he's from a different galaxy, but he's like oh Taiwan, Mexico, yeah China, like where you (laughs) from? Yeah,
1: I thought that was funny because I'm just picturing like this very worldly group, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like they're not worldly. They've literally come from sweatshops, and they all speak like Like, kids get to play
0: with them, but also like kids died making them. You know, (laughs) their sweaty little fingers to the bone worked to the bone. Or bloody so little fingers sad. is the joke, sorry. I mean, sweaty little fingers
1: are <laughs> oh, so weird.
0: No, <laughs> bloody little so fingers. Creepy, no, they're bloody like little salad fingers, fingers you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, wait, what did you say? Salad fingers? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was thinking scallop fingers from the oh. Bachelor. No. <laughs> from no. Bachelor yeah. In an effort to prove to himself
1: that he is in fact a real space ranger, Buzz attempts to fly out of a window. <laughs> but falls to the bottom of a staircase, losing an arm in the process, which must be really devastating. Like, he lost an arm. Um, and then Buzz is picked up by Sid's little sister. Um, do we get a name for Sid's little sister? I don't think so. Okay. And Woody later finds him in either, like, a drunk or highly depressed state. It was definitely a drunk state. Like, he was <laughs> having a tea party, but the tea was probably at, like, some booze that... Sid's dad left laying around, you know? <laughs> sure. Like, sure. that tea is a bub light. It's not Darjeeling.
0: <laughs> wow, that was a very sophisticated reference. Okay. I mean, Buzz says Darjeeling. He says oh, he that he's drinking oh, Darjeeling. Totally didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, Darjeeling is great. I've never tried it. It's the champagne of tea. Oh, But, like, you can have some <laughs> shitty champagne, so... <laughs> So, like, yeah. the Dom. Okay, there we go. No. <laughs> Woody, Woody devises a plan to shimmy between... It's like the Prosecco of tea. <laughs> There's still some shitty Prosecco. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's shittier oh. than champagne. Oh, okay. Um, Woody devises a plan to shimmy between the windows of Sid and Andy's house via Christmas lights, but he has trouble proving to the other toys that Buzz is both with him and unharmed since Buzz is inconsolable after realizing his status as a toy. Andy's other toys don't believe Woody and refuse to assist him Sid's other toys encircle Woody and Buzz and assist in reattaching Buzz's arm Sid enters the room with a new firework that he intends to set off with Buzz attached however a thunderstorm delays his plans until the next day which is like frightening yeah, Buzz is like super depressed. Yeah, he's basically attempting to commit suicide throughout this entire thing. He like very much resigns himself to like death. Which he's is just giving sad. It up. Speaking uh, of 30 as well. Also, uh, why the does, writers
1: gave up. I'm not talking about anything else having to do with that show.
0: Why does Sid sleep fully clothed with shoes on in like a weird kneeling position? In um, it no seems very, sheets.
1: He didn't even yeah, have sheets on his seems very awkward, awkward and uncomfortable.
0: Like his so like sad. position, it just seems like very like... Um, it's like from a chiropractic okay. standpoint, there's it was just terrible.
1: You won't understand this reference, but maybe a listener will. Like he slept in the position that like your Sims sleep in if you don't yes. put them to bed. No, I definitely like, slumped.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I know what Sims are. I sent no. you that thing about Sim City today. Okay, but have you played Sims 4? Because it's like specifically like oh, a position no. That but do I've like seen Sims them where 4. like okay, but I know what you're talking about. I've definitely like seen. Uh, but I've played like the regular Sims. During the night, Buzz is able to talk Woody off of a ledge, literally, and they both decide
1: that they must find a way to go get back to Andy. With the help of Sid's other toys, Woody devises another plan to save Buzz and for all the toys to escape Sid's clutches. Hold on. This is weird because, like, in this movie, they're literally, like, right next door to Andy. Like, I get that he's moving, but, like, they're right next door. In Toy Story 2, they literally, like, cross the town, you know, like, they're, like, crossing a busy, like, highway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why is it such a big deal for them to, like, get to Andy's house across the street? And I'm sure, like, they could literally just, like, lay on the ground in front of the front door. And, like, Andy's mom would be, probably be like, oh, one of your friends, like, stole the toy. It's a movie. Sorry. Well, they were trying Whatever. to figure
0: out how to get out. Because at first, when... when Yeah, I guess you can't get out. Yeah, that was the whole thing, is he couldn't get out. And then once they could figure out how to get out... They had to get buzz. Yeah, this is just a revised plot of Get Out. No. No, 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 no. It's no. no. also not quite the
1: same. There's, I mean, there's only white people in this house, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Where was I? Uh, they make it all out of the house through the dog door, and they, like, get on something uh, and then, like go through skateboard. the dog door i don't know a skateboard thank you um and then they find buzz in the backyard as sid nears lighting the firework that buzz has been taped to Woody calls an audible and begins speaking directly to sid and calls the toys the other toys into action how's siri over there i don't it was for my
0: thing oh okay I know, whatever.
1: um I love I love Woody calls an audible like he's literally Tom Brady
0: <laughs> which like a throwback also thought that was a great add in for me you know what I think my notes are like yeah a plus this week you are pretty good um, <laughs> you are so <laughs> mean guys <laughs> one of these they were days pretty good one of these days also right. pretty good is better than good cool one of these days you're gonna give me a legitimate compliment. And it's going to be great. I'm going to I definitely have
1: it. before, but you just don't listen to this podcast. So you don't remember them.
0: I actually do listen
1: to this podcast, but okay. Uh, after How does that Cheetah Girls 2 episode end? Okay, that's different. Also, like, again, this is not helping them be giving you compliments. When Buzz is drunk, he sounds like you on the Cheetah Girls 2 <laughs> episode.
0: <laughs> you guys sound exactly no? the same. Okay, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. That
1: was so mean. I know. We know you don't want to hear it because it's been months and you haven't listened to it. I don't think I need to listen to it. <laughs> I think you should know. I think like it I should know. be something that you should know. I like can whether... tell in like
0: the first five minutes. I was like, oh shit, this is this is not, not gonna this be good for bad. my self
1: esteem. <laughs> truly,
0: truly. Um. Yeah. So,
1: anyway woody like talks to sid he calls an audible and starts talking to sid and then he calls the other toys into action and they scare the shit out of sid this is scary like this is another thing like if sid told his mom about this like he would be in a mental institution
0: for sure that's why they do it because like woody knows that he's like no one's gonna believe this asshole like yeah exactly asshole he is completely it's great (laughs) After celebrating their defeat of Sid, Woody and Buzz see Andy's family car driving away, followed by the moving truck. Oh no! They both run to catch the truck, but Sid's dog begins chasing them, and Buzz ends up being left behind. As someone who, like, hasn't, like, moved with a moving truck... Don't, like, you usually... Like, you're never
1: following the moving truck. Like, the moving truck does not just follow your car directly to your
0: home. Like, usually it's taken before or after. I think it depends on, like, how local it is. Because we've had that. Like, when my mom moved... She literally moved, like, a mile away. So, when she hired movers, they followed her in the moving truck to her new place. Because they, like... Did it all in one day. I think they just learned from Toy Story. For sure. Obviously, that was a thing. <laughs> uh, it was never a thing until Toy Story. <laughs> um, they Trendsetter. Woody tries to rescue Buzz by breaking Andy's RC car out of the box in the truck, and but the other toys think that Woody is trying to kill RC as well and throw him off. Having evaded Sid's dog, Buzz and RC retrieve Woody and continue after the truck. Uh, upon seeing Woody and Buzz together on RC, the other toys realize their mistake and try to help them get back aboard, but RC's batteries die, <laughs> this stranding is them. So sad. <laughs> Woody ignites the rocket on Buzz's back and manages to throw RC into the truck before they soar into the air. Isn't there someone from
1: like the challenge named RC? I don't think so. Okay, that name sounds familiar.
0: So, Buzz opens his wings to free himself from the rocket before it explodes, gliding with Woody to land safely into a box in the car right next to Andy, which is cute. Woohoo! And Andy's like, Mom, I
1: found them! Yeah. In the car!
0: And she's like, right where I told you. She does not
1: have an accent Whatever. at all. Close so, on Christmas Day, at their new house, Woody and Buzz stage another mission to prepare for the new toy arrivals, much like the beginning of the movie. As Woody jokingly asks, what might be worse than Buzz? They discover Andy's new gift is a puppy. And they share a worried smile. Oh, God. Best gift ever. But... (laughs) I mean, not for the toys. No,
0: not for the toys. Like, not for all the toys toys that are going to get, like, murdered by this. Eaten. Eaten. For sure. Eaten. So, overall commentary. I really, really, really love this movie and I thought it was super cute. Um, I'm glad we watched it and it definitely holds up as an adult and it might even be funnier as an adult than it was as a kid.
1: I agree. And that's like one of the few movies I think that we've talked about where it actually is like funnier as an adult than it is as a kid. I think it's pretty funny when you're a kid,
0: but... It was really good. Like, the hype is real with this movie. For sure. It's full of Disney slash Pixar's trademark adult humor that goes over the head of children but makes the film enjoyable for all ages. Which for sure. I completely co-sign. I'm very happy. Absolutely co I, I would definitely have my kids watch this. Like, I, I deeply it, like... Cute.
1: Concerned, like I would definitely have like a conversation with my children about why like Sid's behavior is not okay.
0: But other than that, I think they definitely make that clear though.
1: Yeah, I think they make it clear that like you're not supposed to be Sid.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like the skull and crossbones. Like the I think they make it very the way that the toys Sid are scared of him. Yeah, and like the kids are scared of Sid. You know, like or the not the kids, the toys. Right. I, I think they definitely like. I remember being frightened of Sid. As Sid a child. was so scary. Yeah, he was very also, scary. also like that weird like baby spider was really scary. Yeah. Also, put sheets on your bed.
1: Yeah. Just generally, saying. generally really just saying really good tip. Who's your character to keep an eye on? Mine's Rex.
0: Um, I'll go with Mr. Potato Head because he had some pretty good lines.
1: Yeah, he did. I loved when like his face got messed up and he's like, "I'm a
0: Picasso." Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no kid
1: is getting that. No, for sure. But it's very cute. I feel like my mom probably tried to explain that to me. Like, my art-loving mom was probably
0: like, this is oh, what Picasso is. my parents probably had no fucking clue what it was either, uh, so. <laughs> your parents, everyone knows what a Picasso is. I know, is. but, like, they definitely didn't like, they don't understand art anymore now than they did when I was a child, or, you know, they def no, I don't know. They probably okay. know what a Picasso is, maybe. Everyone knows what a Picasso is. All right, so what's your um, rating? Okay. So, my rating is a 5. This is definitely up there, I think, with Mean Girls for sure.
1: 4.75. Yes. So, actually, Mean Girls is probably higher because there were three of us. It's like
0: 4.8. Yeah, it's 4.8. It's still our highest, but this one is definitely second highest. That's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm good with that. that. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah
1: um i feel like we should have a game but i don't have a game
0: yeah i don't have one either um but you know that's okay keep the people on their toes
1: i mean the people know like the people can see that there's like two minutes left you know exactly like the people know if i have a podcast in my feed and i've listened to the whole thing and it's like four minutes left i'm like bye
0: yeah i'll turn it off delete I don't need to hear people shilling their crap. But if you are still listening, <laughs> if Here's you're some like crap, here, we're about to shill.
1: <laughs> Speaking of crap, we're about to shill. Uh, we have a red bubble. Go to tbtamp.com, which is our website. Click on the shop link, or you can find a red bubble by just uh, the link in the description of this episode.
0: Also, don't forget to rate us five stars. Scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app, give us five stars. Um, very easy I don't think we
1: have any new ratings
0: this week which is really sad so please rate us people aren't listening also um, feel free to um, email us if you have any questions comments anything you want to say to us at tbtamp at gmail.com you can follow our um, show Instagram at tbtamp you can follow me at mac is cheesy m-a-c-k is cheesy on both Twitter and Instagram And you can find me at Miranda at Miranda Johnson, M I R A N D
1: A J O H N Z O N. That's it. See See you on on Tuesday. Tuesday.